You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OKSIS, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hi, sisters. Welcome back to OKSIS Podcast. This is Scout Sobel, your big sister, co-host, and the other half of this beautiful podcast that you are listening to. Thank you so much for being here. Mads and I are always so honored anytime someone listens. And I'm excited because this is my Wednesday slot. This is a time where we get to chat, just the two of us, all about personal development, mental health, business, spirituality, and motivation and inspiration to live your best life. I want to talk about the process of being visible, of being visible and being seen in your unique magic. Now, this has taken me, which might surprise some, a very long time to step into. And I say that because I believe I'm really stepping into that this week. I have been podcasting. I've been on the internet content creation for over five years now at this point. And it just suddenly hit me where I was playing small and where I was afraid to be truly, truly seen in my highest expression. Now, what does this look like? Let's break it down. So I come on this podcast and I podcast it over at my Emotional Entrepreneur podcast or when I'm a guest on podcast or when I'm with my sister on OKSIS. And for me, podcasting is that medium and that vehicle to really, really get into the essence of who I am and communicate and inspire and download messages that really are parallel and... uh, uh, 
a symbol of my authentic self. It's the medium I jive with, right? I have been talking on a fucking microphone for so many years on a weekly consistent basis that this is where I feel most lit up. This is where I feel in my personal power. And so that's the first step, right? Identifying the medium or the expression or the situation or the environment or the relationship where you feel embodied and in flow. And then the second is, okay, so I've been in flow here at OKSIS Podcast. And these Wednesday segments, I feel like I'm really, really tapping into who Scout is when it's just Scout. And being able to communicate with you guys in this way, being able to communicate and be on the mic in this way has been so transformative for me. And so that's been another layer of like, okay, I know podcasting is my medium. I know that words, writing, spoken word, et cetera, is what I get. But I've been spending a lot of the last couple of years frustrated with content creation or frustrated with Instagram growth or frustrated with social media or frustrated with thought leadership because I haven't exactly grasped how to really, really show up in my fullness there has been fear of judgment. What will people say about me? You know, I went viral last year over on Okis's podcast on a reel, and there were a lot of hurtful comments, and that scarred me. There's a lot of things that scar us, and it's usually the judgment of others. It's usually always what will people think or say about me? Will this ruin or hurt my career? And as humans, we want to feel a part of the group. We want to feel loved and supported and seen. And so sometimes our truest self our truest expression doesn't have the masks of society. It doesn't have the preconditioned judgment of others. It's not edited or curated or filtered with someone else's perspective. It really is that gut punch, fullest, fullest, fullest essence of our solar plexus or of our sacral chakra. It is who we are. It is our soul. It is when we are tapped into a flow. It's when we're connected to the divine. It's when we are allowing the universe to speak through us. It is when we are not afraid of what's to come next. We just have a trusting in the unknown because we know that when we are in this state, our lives unfold for us. And yet to be seen in that state is another part of the game. And that's where fear has come in for me. And I have been working so hard internally on the mindset, on my mental health, on my spiritual practices to be comfortable being visible in who I really am. And maybe this sounds like a surprise to you, but I can come on this podcast and be in flow and channel and download and be connected to my higher purpose and my vision and my message. And I can put it out into the podcast app But it's almost a way for me to be fully in my expression and still hide. Because when I record this, I don't see who hears this. I see a number on a screen. It's detached from an actual audience in many ways. It's... I feel like I can express myself comfortably here. And then I post it onto the podcast and I detach from what that means because I can, because it's ambiguous, because I can't picture what thousands of people look like and what that means that they're listening to me. It's also in an app that's difficult to find. Like you're not just going to scroll and see a five minute video of me speaking my truth. You got to find the podcast and then you got to find the one you want to listen to. And then you listen for the whole hour, right? It's not easy to go, I mean, you can't go viral on the podcast app, right? And so there's this element that 
people have to work to find these clips. People have to work to find these episodes. And I really believe I've been hiding behind that. I started a podcast because I quite literally did not have to be seen on video. Like I, I loved the audio platform because no one had to see me. And just in that inherent thought or that inherent dynamic, I started this because I wanted to be heard, but I didn't want to be seen. And I've gotten really comfortable with being heard. I wrote my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur. I've been podcasting. You've heard my voice. You've read my writing. But being seen is that next level of visibility for me. It's that next level of owning who I am. It's that next level of rummaging through the insides of my soul and of my inner child and of my ego and telling myself that it's okay to be this much. It's okay to take up this much space. It's okay to be seen in your authentic expression. And so I'm so grateful for the podcast app because it's allowed me to play in this space. It's allowed me to feel what I'm feeling right now. It's allowed me to reclaim my personal power that I lost when I was really suffering from my bipolar disorder. And it's allowed me to do that in a safe space because I'm not being seen in the sense of video. I'm not posting something and then I can see exactly who's liking it and exactly who's commenting on it and how many people are viewing it and all those things. The metrics and the feedback from Instagram Reels or TikTok are just so much, it's easier to put a face to the comments and to the feedback, whereas the podcast app, you don't really know. And so I have been pushing myself because I recognize that I come onto OKC's podcast on these Wednesday episodes or I've come with Mads and we get into really deep conversations and I post them on the podcast and I'm afraid to put them anywhere else. I've been afraid of TikTok forever. You all know that I'm emotionally unavailable for TikTok and it's really been an exploration in the last month and a half of me accepting and owning the fact that I am afraid to be that visible. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring-summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. 
Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. And so I decided that I have all of this content of me speaking on a podcast because we record them on Zoom when we either record virtually or together. And I've been a guest on almost 200 podcasts at this point. And I have all the video footage from that. What am I doing sitting on it? What am I doing sitting here complaining that I have to be posting content all the time and I don't want to create content when I literally have a bank of content that is me in my truest sense, that is me in the potency of my message. Why am I just sitting on it? And I realized that I was afraid. I was afraid to play big. I was afraid to be judged. I was afraid of what others would think of me. And it's when we hit that edge that we know that we have to do it anyways. Mads and I have talked a lot about fear. There's a whole chapter in my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur on Fear. And it's when we hit those uncomfortable edges, but we know that the message is us. We know that the content is us. We know that we feel the best when we're aligned, but we're afraid to share our aligned selves. That's fear. And I have been so uncomfortable this week thinking about posting a lot of these reels and videos where I am potently talking for a minute about a certain topic that I feel so, so strongly about. And I've been doing it anyways. And and this is the point of the episode is that I decided and recognized that I was afraid to be truly, truly, truly visible. And how can we achieve the level of success or the level of thought leadership or the level of impact that we want in this world if we are afraid to be truly visible? It's an incredibly authentic and vulnerable place to be. 
And yet, it is in that state that you attract the right people to yourself, that you attract the right opportunities, that you grow your momentum and abundance. And so I made a pact to myself that I was going to post these videos online if it was the last fucking thing I did. And it's so interesting because these videos have been posted on OKSIS's Instagram. They've been posted on OKSIS's TikTok. But there's something about posting it online where I feel very naked. I somehow have distinguished or separated the OKSIS digital presence from my own. And I think that in many ways is a defense mechanism to keep my ego safe um, because being seen on video in the sense is, is definitely out of my comfort zone and it's definitely the next level that I'm being asked to jump into. And so I made a pact, I edited a bunch of videos and I started posting them and they were received incredibly well. And so you know, about the fourth one that I posted, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I wasn't doing this earlier. This feels really good. And I feel like I'm actually getting my message out there. And I feel like I'm actually posting things that matter to me. And then the one reel that I just couldn't fucking post, it was a reel of, I think it was my episode two weeks ago about trusting your desires. Um, where I talk about one of my desires being that I want to be very wealthy. And even after getting good feedback from posting these videos and breaking through that fear barrier, the universe was like, eh, you're still uncomfortable. There's still more. You still have things that you're not fully sharing and owning about your belief system and about your dreams and goals. And I knew it was this one reel where I verbatim say that I would like to make a fuck ton of money in this lifetime. And I went to post that reel so many times, sisters, like (laughs) I can't tell you. And every time I got afraid and I pulled out, I imagine what my family would say about me. I imagine what people on the internet would say about me. I started giving myself all these limiting beliefs, which happens when we break through into our personal power. The opposite side wants to keep you small, so it's going to start literally bombarding you with limiting beliefs and lies and catastrophe and your future tripping the whole nine yards. And so on Sunday morning, I did a Dr. Joe Dispenza meditation, and it just came through that I need to post this reel. And so I posted it. And I was terrified, truly. I was anxious. I was afraid of even like what my husband would say, which is crazy because he hears me scream about how much I love money all day long. Um, But it felt as if I was posting, literally like exposing a part of my soul. That's what it felt like. And whenever you do that, whenever you put yourself out there, it's scary because the response and the results are unknown and unpredictable. And once you put yourself out there, the reaction is out of your control. And so when I posted this, I knew that I was posting my authentic self. I mean, I texted to my friends and I was like, should I post this? Should I post this? Like, that's how crazy I was about it. And lo and behold, it took off. My reels get like, I don't know, a thousand to 5,000 views on average This one is over 18,000 views. Almost 1,000 people liked it. 150 people shared it. 250 people saved it. And we got, I've got flooded with encouraging comments. And 
this is what they mean when they say show up in your magnetic full self and you will attract the same that you put out. This is what they mean when they say be your authentic self and stand in your authenticity and be you. This is what they say or this is what they mean when they say create content that actually has depth and purpose because I showed up in a way that really was, in my opinion, exemplary of my next level. And I was afraid to really, really go there. I'm comfortable being there in my day-to-day life, but to show everybody and to be visible in that felt like a lot. I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to be seen in my too muchness or my lotness or any of that. But the exact opposite happened. Literally the exact opposite happened. And it was my highest viewed reel. It was one, like probably my highest performing content, piece of content from an engagement standpoint. And that's the lesson here. If you're listening and you don't post on Instagram, you're not a content creator, that's not the point of this, right? And if you are, you know, use this as a strategy, of course, and, and permission to show up that way. But really the lesson that I learned this week is that Whatever we're afraid of, that thing that we're afraid of, to be seen, to be visible, to be ourselves, to put ourselves out there, to have a conversation, a hard conversation with someone, whatever it is, to really be seen in our truth, it feels a lot scarier before you do it. And the fear really gets weakened when you take action. And that when you feel that fear, it means that you're striking a chord in yourself. It means that you're onto something. It means that you have touched and are experiencing a level of energetic magic within you. And if you keep that inside, you are actually doing a disservice to the people around you. When you keep your magic inside, when you dim your light, when you play small, you cut the cord of momentum and impact from moving forward. And who are you to keep impact and inspiration and momentum and fulfillment and alignment away from anybody else? When we are in our magic, we literally evoke and awaken the magic in others. We give them permission to do the same for their lives. And if a friend were to come to you and say, I want to be visible and I want to be seen and I want to be in my highest expression and I want to be in flow, you would support them and you would tell them to go for it. So why don't you support yourself? Why couldn't I support myself? Why did it take me five years to finally feel comfortable showing the world who I am? fear. That little fucker that robs us of so much. So this episode is to give you permission. It's to keep giving myself permission. It's to remind ourselves that when we are our truest expression, it is not vain. It is not selfish. It is not self-centered. It is literally opening the door for so many people to be aligned and authentic themselves. And that's probably the most important work we can do here, right? 
to shine so bright that others want to shine with us. And that's the message. Whatever you're afraid of, whatever that truest part of yourself, whatever your truth is, I want you to feel empowered to be seen and visible in it. And to feel empowered being seen and visible in it means first being courageous enough to share it with a friend, with a partner, with a loved one, with someone at work, with your followers, whatever and whoever you are, share it. Because on the other end, the river gets to flow. If you don't share it, you're constricting a lot, a lot of impact and abundance. So here is to being massively visible in who we are to our core. Here is to feeling safe in our highest soul's expression. And here is to truly, truly loving ourselves and our world enough to actually bring our gifts forward. I love you, sisters. If this resonated, I would love you to follow me on Instagram at Scout Sobel. I guess Mads is um, bullying all of you into uh, sending her voice messages, so I'm going to do the same. If this resonated, I want you to send me a voice note. Tell me what your deepest desire is and tell me what you are afraid to really share. I want to hear from you. I'll send you a voice note back and we can witness each other in our highest expressions. Okay, I love you. I will catch you later. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.